everybody, welcome back to YAY2K. I'm not Maddie. I'm not Rachel. And today we're reading Twilight Chapter 8. Slay. And today is a very special day, because as of the day that we're recording this, not the day you're listening, the day we're recording, it's the podcast's birthday. Yeah, yeah. two years old. They're so big. Yeah, so we got them high on some catnip, <laughs> and forgot to, oops, Podcat 1 got to play with this special, <laughs> not, the, not the name leak of the pets. Oops, oopsie. Uh, Podcat pod 1, good God. Podcat 1. Got to play with his special mouse. Yeah, he can only play with it when the pod dog is not here. Yeah, so it's a big day for them. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon they're going to be old and crusty. And yellow and musty. And wearing their little fedoras <laughs> and their overalls. Yelling at children. I'm so excited so for them. cute. I love them. So everybody make sure you say happy birthday to the pod cats. F's in the chat, please. I mean, it will be belated and you do owe them money. So... What's today's chapter called? Today's chapter is... Just one moment over. We're really prepared for this. I, I... You can change your hair and you can change your clothes. You can change your... Port life. Angeles. <gasps> oh my god, I get to read Port Angeles. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. I'm excited. Okay, well, that's us catching up. Uh, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. So true. Um, Pour one out for your mom. Pour one out for your mom, for Renee, for for the woman in the office. <laughs> She's probably a mom. She's probably a mom. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Chapter 8, Poor Angelus. Just drove faster than the chief, so we made it to Poor Angelus by four. It had been a while since I'd had a girls' night out, and the estrogen rush was invigorating. Oh, what? <laughs> I hate that. Um, we listened to whiny rock songs. Shut up. This is so Wattpad. <laughs> we listened to whiny rock songs while Jessica jabbered on about the boy she hung out with. Jessica's dinner with Mike had gone very well, and she, she was hoping that by Saturday night they would have progressed to the first kiss stage. <laughs> I thought she was going to say first base. <laughs> is that kiss? No idea. I think so. Do you know what first base is? Is it hold hands? <laughs> is that? I think it's boobs. Oh, what? what? It's, it's first of all, do you want me to look it up? Yeah. Okay. But in my understanding, it was always boobs. Okay, first kiss. I smiled to myself, pleased. Angela was passively happy to be going to the dance, but not really interested in Eric. Just tried to get her to confess who her type was. But I interrupted with a question about dresses after a bit to spare her. Asking about who your type is, that's us to you, constantly. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Edward. Noted. No, Billy. But Yeah. 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 Angela threw a grateful glance my way. Poor Angela's was a beautiful little tourist trap, much more polished and quaint than Forks, but Jessica and Angela knew it well, so they didn't plan to waste time on the picturesque boardwalk by the bay. Just drove straight to the big... Jess, I'm so warm. Just drove straight to the one big department store in town, which was a few streets from the Bay Area's visitor-friendly face. The dance was billed... <laughs> the dance was billed as semi-formal, and we weren't exactly sure what that meant. Both Jessica and Angela seemed surprised and almost disbelieving when I told them I'd never been to a dance in Phoenix. Didn't she ever go with a boyfriend or something? Just asked dubiously. <laughs> All the boys are falling over you here. <laughs> Isn't that everywhere? 
No. Bella's a Phoenix one I don't and a understand Forks that. 11. I don't understand why everyone's in love with her. <laughs> don't get it. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the ASMR pod pup. Really, I tried to convince her not wanting to confess my dancing problems. <laughs> I've never had a boyfriend or anything close. I didn't go out much. Why not? Jessica demanded. No one asked me. I answered honestly. She looked skeptical. Skept- <laughs> she looked skeptical. People ask you out here, she reminded me. So true. And you tell them no. Mm-hmm. We were in the junior section now, scanning the racks for dress-up clothes. That, she, that is so true. Her being like, you say no to everybody. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Well, except for Tyler, Angela amended quietly. Excuse me? I gasped. What did you say? Tyler told everyone he's taking you to prom. <gasps> Jessica informed me with suspicious eyes. He said what? <laughs> it sounded like I was choking. Oh, shoot. I said what? <laughs> I told, I told you it wasn't true. I keep stuttering. This is going to be a lot of stuttering. It's okay. She's nervous. <laughs> she can't talk anymore. I told you it wasn't true, Angela murmured to Jessica. I was silent, but still lost in shock that was quickly turning to irritation. But we had found the dress racks, and now we had work to do. Mm-hmm. That's why Lauren doesn't like you. Jessica giggled while she pawed through the clothes. <laughs> Just- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I ground my teeth. Don't you think that if I ran him over with my truck, he would stop feeling guilty about the accident? That he might give up on making amends and call it even? (laughs) Maybe. Just snickered. (gasps) There it is again. Ding, ling, ling, ling. If that's why he's doing it. The dress section wasn't large, but both of them found a few things to try on. I sat on a low chair just inside the dressing room by the three-way mirror, trying to control my fuming. Jess was torn between two. One, a long strap... one a long strap. One with super long straps. <laughs> a long strapless basic black number and the other a knee length electric blue with spaghetti straps. I encouraged her to go with the blue. Why not play up the eyes? Angela. <laughs> this is felt like it's written by a mother. Yeah. Play up the eyes. <laughs> Angela chose a pale pink dress that draped around her tall frame nicely and brought out honey tints in her light brown hair. I complimented them both generously and helped by returning the rejects to their racks. She said, I work here now. <laughs> she said, I just picked up a job while they were shopping. There's other customers handing her things. <laughs> She's like, okay. The whole process was much shorter and easier than similar trips I'd taken with Renee at home. I guess there was something to be said for limited choices. <laughs> Roast them. We headed over to shoes and accessories. While they tried things on, I merely watched and, criti- and critiqued. Not criticized. Okay, critiqued. good. Because you're not, not even participating, so... <laughs> not in the mood to shop for myself, though I did need new shoes. The girls' night high was wearing off in the wake of my annoyance at Tyler, leaving room for the gloom to move back in. I feel her. <laughs> I get it, girl. The gloom's always right here. It's always waiting. <laughs> it's, it's wavering. Angela, I began hesitant while she was trying on a pair of pink strappy heels. She was overjoyed to have a date tall enough so... That she could wear high heels at all. So true, Queen. Do you feel seen? I do feel seen. I I love Angela. I relate to Angela. She's the only human person I like. Like in the friend, like in the high schoolers. For those of you that don't know, um, our host here, Maddie, is a tall queen. She's yeah. six foot seven. That is okay. Oh, I might have that data wrong. That's not true. Let me check the data set. Oh, she's five nine. I'm five eight and a half. Five, five eight and a half. 
Yeah. Five eight and seven sixteenths. Okay. Okay. That's not half. That's less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One. Wow. Okay. Anyway. She's giving math. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jessica had drifted to the jewelry counter and we were alone. Yes. She held her leg out, twisting her ankle to get a better view of the shoe. I chickened out. I like those. I think I'll get them. Though they'll never match anything but the one dress, she mused. Oh, go ahead. They're on sale, I encouraged. She smiled, putting a lid... She smiled, putting the lid on a box that contained more practical-looking off-white shoes. I tried again. Um, Angela? (laughs) She looked up curiously. Why is she being such a freak? She's asking permission. (laughs) She's being weird. Is it normal for the Cullens, I kept my eyes on the shoes, to be out of school a lot? (laughs) I failed miserably in my attempt to sound nonchalant. Hold on. Don't we already know that they go camping all the time? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, that's been established. Okay. Because she's already been like, where the heck are they? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like that she's choosing Angela. Yeah, she's I, like that is a things. good choice. She's like, oh, I trust her. She mm-hmm. seems nice. Yes, when the weather is good, they go backpacking all the time. Even the doctor. They're all real outdoorsy, she told me <laughs> quietly. Imagine you have an emergency in Forks. Oh, but Carlisle's camping. <laughs> the, dive, so. the hospital's closed every other week. <laughs> it says gone fishing, like, on the door. Everyone's like, oh, no. She didn't ask one question, let alone the hundreds that Jessica would have unleashed. I was beginning to really like Angela. Mm-hmm. Oh, I let the subject drop as Jessica returned to show us the rhinestone jewelry she found to match her silver shoes. We planned to go to dinner at a little Italian restaurant on the boardwalk, but the dress shopping hadn't taken as long as we'd expected. Justin and Angela were going to take their clothes back to the car and then walk down to the bay. I told them I would meet them at the restaurant in an hour. I wanted to look for a bookstore. They were both willing to come with me, but I encouraged them to go have fun. They didn't know how preoccupied I would get when surrounded by books. <laughs> it was something I preferred to do alone. They walked off to the car, chattering happily, and I headed in the direction Jess pointed out. I had no trouble finding the bookstore, but it wasn't what I was looking for. The windows were full of crystals, dream catchers, and books about spiritual healing. I love that this is just like, oh, a Native American store. <laughs> they don't have the classics here. <laughs> they don't have the classics. Is this even a bookstore? <laughs> I didn't even go inside. I like how she like was like, it looked really fun, so I didn't go in. <laughs> <laughs> they looked like they were having fun in there, so I couldn't go in. <laughs> couldn't go in. Through the glass, I could see a 50-year-old woman with long gray hair worn straight down to her back, clad in a dress right out of the 60s, smiling welcomely from behind the counter. I decided that was one conversation I would skip. Oh! There had to be a normal bookstore in town. This feels so rude. She was 50. She was ugly and her outfit was outdated. I I saw a woman slaying and welcoming me into her store and it looked so fun, but I hate it. I like boring things. Where's the library? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. I meandered through the streets, which were filling up by the end of the workday traffic and hoped I was headed toward downtown. I wasn't paying as much attention as I should to where I was going. I was wrestling with despair. (laughs) So true. I was just trying so hard not to think about him and what Angela had said, and more than anything, trying to beat down my hopes for Saturday, feeling a disappointment more painful than the rest, when I looked up to see someone's silver Volvo parked along the street, and it all came crashing down on me. Stupid, unreliable vampire, I thought to myself. I love she sees a Volvo, and she's like, Wait. Ugh. Wait. Do they still have plans to drive to Seattle? 
That's what she's saying. She's saying, well, he's out of town, so he's not going to actually make my, the plans. Okay. So she's sad. Okay. I think. They don't have each other's, like, phone numbers, do they? No. It's so typical for men to follow. <laughs> to not follow through on their plans, let me tell you. Um, it's a bit of a sore subject for this house. <laughs> um, they do not have each other's phone numbers, but they also probably have house phones. That's true. He's just going to show up at her house. Yeah. Let's bring back that. Let's bring back just showing up at people's that houses. That's true. That was pretty iconic when we were kids and would just show up at people's houses. Uh-huh. That was funny. I'd call on the landline. I'd be sitting on the yeah. dryer. I'd be like, I'm coming over. And then I'd be there. I used to go home, call Sydney and say, can I come over? And then just walk to Sydney's house. I did that like every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day. I stomped along in a southerly. <laughs> I stomped along in a su- southerly direction. Why would she say that? Towards some glass-fronted shops that looked promising, but when I got to them, they were just a repair shop in a vacant space. I still had too much time to go looking for Jess and Angela yet, and I definitely needed to get my mood in hand before I met back up with them. I ran my fingers through my hair a couple of times and took some deep breaths before I continued around the corner. <laughs> yeah, the classic, classic Kristen Stewart Bella right there. I started to realize as I crossed another road that I was going the wrong direction. Oh, so this is her just getting lost. I Mm -hmm. get it. The little foot traffic I had seen was going north, and it looked like the buildings were... There were mostly warehouses. I just... Where... And it looked like the buildings there... What? And it looked like the buildings here were mostly warehouses. I decided to turn east at the next corner and then loop around after a few blocks and try my luck on a different street on my way back to the boardwalk. Why... She knows she should not walk anywhere alone. She got lost in the woods by her house. She doesn't know where she's going, but she knows that she's turning east. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) What? She could just ask somebody. This is what your Spanish class has been preparing you for. (laughs) Donde esta la biblioteca? (laughs) Come on. Yeah, in in Port Port Angeles. (laughs) Sure. A group of four men turned around the corner I was heading for, dressed too casually to be heading home from the office, but they were too grimy to be tourists. Did you say too grimy to be tourists? Oh. As they approached me, I realized they weren't, there weren't too many years older than I was. They were jokingly, they were joking loudly among themselves, laughing, laughing and punching each other's arms. Whoa. (laughs) I thought I was going to. There's a word I'm just skipping. Is it raucously? Yeah. I knew it! <laughs> that was a slay. I scooted. Don't mind that. I'm just going to start not using the words I don't know. No! Stop it! <laughs> I scooted as far to the inside of the sidewalk as I could give them, uh, as I could to give them room, walking swiftly, looking past them to the corner. Hey there! One of them called as they passed, and he had to be talking to me since no one else was around. It glanced up automatically. Two of them had paused, and the other two were slowing. The closest, a heavyset, dark-haired man in his early 20s, seemed to be the one who had spoken. He was wearing a flannel shirt open over a dirty t-shirt, cut-off jeans, and sandals. <laughs> you tell him. He took half a step toward me. Hello. I mumbled. A knee-jerk reaction. I get that. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha. Yeah, hi. Ha ha ha. Me giving a name, my name to a man, the man that was hitting on me at work. What? No, because I was I was like I was like I don't know what to do. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. Then I quickly looked away and walked faster toward the corner. I could hear them laughing at full volume behind me. Hey, wait! One of them called after me again, but I kept my head down and rounded the corner with a sigh of relief. 
I could still hear them chortling. Hey, little mama. <laughs> hey, little mama, can I get your number? <laughs> I found myself on a sidewalk leading past the backs of several somber-colored warehouses. So, like, wh- where did she go to be in the warehouses? She was at the little shops. She must have walked. She said, oh, I see the cute little boardwalk that way. I'm going the other way. I love that she's like, where's the boardwalk? The water? <laughs> <laughs> Like how she was Did like, she not just walk towards the water. Why would a cute little bookshop not be on the boardwalk? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what? I don't know. Like the most touristy <laughs> spot there is. Each with a large bay window. Oh, I'm sorry. Each with large bay doors for unloading trucks, padlocked for the night. The south side of the street had no sidewalk, only a chain link fence topped with barbed wire protecting some kind of engine parts storage yard. I'd wandered far past the part of Port Angeles that I, as a guest, was intended to see. Okay, random interjection, but it reminded me. When I was walking, there's, like, some warehouses kind of by where we live. Uh-huh. And I was walking by, and one time there was, like, a hundred fire extinguishers outside. Oh, is it the fire supply store? Yeah. Isn't that funny? I what think they is were, like, that? expired or something, though, because they were just, like, out by the dump. Can we play with Can we take them? They were behind the barbed wire. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. That is so scary. That's a fire supply yes, store. Yes, it is. Because every time I drive by, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> but apparently that's what they sell. Okay. <laughs> it was getting dark, I realized. The clouds finally returning, piling up on the western horizon, creating an early sunset. The eastern sky was still clear but graying, shot through with streaks of pink and orange. I left my jacket in the car, and a sudden shiver made me cross my arms tightly across my chest. <clears throat> a single man... It's not a man. Not a man. <laughs> a single van passed me, and then the road was empty. <clears throat> the sky suddenly darkened further, and as I looked over my shoulder to glare at the offending cloud, <laughs> I realized with a shock that two men were walking quietly 20 feet behind me. Yeah, like, I love that she's like, look at the sky. <laughs> you were just harassed by a group of men. She was just harassed, and she's like, I'm going to throw dirty glances at the sky. Yeah, what? Not don't, the Girl, men. don't look up. You need to run. <laughs> <laughs> Bella can't run. Run. Oh, I know, but she needs to fast walk, speed walk. They were from the same group I'd passed at the corner, though neither was the dark one who'd spoken to me. Uh-oh. That's racist. Stephanie, get in the cop car. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> I returned my head forward at once, quickening my pace. A chill that had nothing to do with the weather made me shiver again. My purse was on a shoulder strap, and I had it slung across my body, the way you're supposed to wear it, so it wouldn't get snatched. <laughs> She's worried about her purse getting stolen right now. So weird. I knew exactly where my pepper spray was, still in my duffel bag under the bed, never unpacked. I didn't have much money with me, just a 20 and some ones, and I thought about accidentally dropping my bag and walking away. But a small frightened voice in the back of my mind warned me that they might, might be something worse than thieves. Yeah. Yeah, this is a spooky this is a spooky feeling she's valid right now. Mm-hmm. I listened intently to their quiet footsteps, which were too quiet when compared to the boisterous sound they'd been making earlier, and it didn't sound like they were speeding up or getting any closer to me. Breathe, I had to remind myself. You don't know they're following you. Uh, uh, you do. You know when you're in the back of the warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're getting your fo- followed, so you're telling yourself that you're not getting followed, so you don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, I continued to walk as quickly as I could without actually running, focusing on the right-hand turn that was only a few yards away from me now. I could hear them, staying as far back as they'd been before. A blue car turned onto the street from the south and drove quickly past me. I thought of jumping out in front of it, but I hesitated. 
Like, yeah. like to just get hit by a car? <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's pretty, that's pretty metal. She's like, I'm gonna end it, actually. Unsure I was really being pursued, and then it was too late. I reached the corner, but a swift glance revealed that it was only a blind drive to the back of another building. Why is she? Where is she? Okay, her move at this point, she turns around and she sprints at them as fast as she can. That would be, yeah. Screaming, foaming at the mouth, barking. Does she have a phone on her? Does she have a cell phone? I don't think so, because she has to email her mom. I was going to say, she should just call 911 and be like, hey... No, but she has to email her mom, so I don't no, think she No, she definitely phone. doesn't. I think later in the series she does. Maybe. Like, I'm pretty sure I remember reading it and being like, it's funny. Or maybe that's the book, or the movies. Maybe. Because I know at the beginning they don't, and then later they do, and I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. it's 2010. Um, <laughs> I remember just seeing that off to talk about later. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-huh. I was half-turned in anticipation. I had to hurriedly correct and dash across the narrow drive back to the sidewalk the street ended at the next corner where there was a stop sign i concentrated on the faint footsteps <laughs> behind me deciding whether or not to turn or Be- to run bella quietly walks up to the stop sign stops <laughs> keeps full going. stop mm-hmm. and then go checks both ways and then goes um they sounded farther back though and i thought they could outrun me in any case i was sure to tr- Oh, I knew they could outrun me in any case. I was sure to trip and go sprawling if I tried to go any faster. The footfalls were definitely farther back. I risked a quick glance over my shoulder, and they were maybe 40 feet back now. I saw with relief, but they were both staring at me. These are the footsteps. Well, they're men, so it's probably like... That's looking crazy on Audacity right now. Oh, okay. No, it's just funny. Yeah. It's pretty never mind. Rhythmic. Look at my little kitties. Oh, it's their little birthday and they're so cute. They just winked at you. Look at my little babies. They're listening. You guys are so nice. Thank you for listening. Live studio audience. So nice. He's so cute. Sorry about that. No, you're not. It seemed to take forever to get to the corner. I cut my pace steady. The men behind me falling ever so slightly farther behind with every step. I can't read the word farther anymore. She keeps saying it over and over. Do you ever have a dream that you're running, but it feels like you're standing in place? Yeah. That's, yeah. Just what, that's what this is giving. Yeah, pretty much. Like you're sprinting as fast as you can and you're not going. Mm-hmm. Maybe they realized they had scared me and were sorry. Yeah, right. I saw two cars going north past the intersection I was heading for, and I exhaled with the relief. There would be more people around once I got off this deserted street. I skipped around the corner with a grateful sigh. I loved the thought of her actually skipping. I was just thinking She's like, woo! She's (laughs) going to throw them off their rhythm. (laughs) And skidded to a stop. The street was lined on both sides by blank, doorless, windowless walls. Ew. Where is she? Like, the the back... What's the word? The back... What is it called? Is she in the back rooms? Do you know what the back rooms are? No. I need you to Google what... I need you to Google back rooms. Like, have you seen Us by Jordan Peele? No. Oh, you would hate that, too. Yeah, never do mind. Do they crawl in it? Yeah, they do. <gasps> they do. Um, anyways, the back rooms are just, like, creepy liminal spaces... Ew, yeah, Ew. That, that's giving us a little bit. Ew. So that's where I imagine she is, because there's, where is she? I walked in a parking garage that had a hallway like this. No. Yeah, okay. that's the th- creepy thing about them, is they feel familiar. Oh. 
Yeah. Ugh. Like, you look at it, you're like, why does that feel like I've been there? You're, this is the basement at a library, at a school, at a college library. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I hate yeah. that. So, love that it gave you that visual. Now that we're all on the same page. Maybe. Okay. Um, hmm. <laughs> this is Bella and the men right now. <laughs> We're going to have to post that when we post I, I screenshotted it. Okay. <clears throat> I could see in the distance two intersections down, street lamps, cars, and more pedestrians, but they were all too far away. Because lounging against the western building midway down the street were two the two other men from the group, both, wa- both watching with excited smiles as I froze dead on the sidewalk. I realized then I wasn't being followed. I was being herded. Ew. That is gross. I also love that she keeps saying Western, Northern, Southern, Eastern. Thought she was lost. She loves her direction. She's got her compass out. (laughs) (laughs) I I paused for only a second, but it felt like a very long time. I turned and then darted to the other side of the road. I had a sinking feeling that it was a wasted attempt. The footsteps behind me were louder now. Uh... There you are! The booming voice of the stocky, dark-haired man shattered the intense quiet and made me jump. In the gathering darkness, it seemed like he was looking past me. Yeah! A voice called out from behind me, making me jump as I tried to hurry down the street. <laughs> from the corner, I heard, womp, Yeah, yeah, yeah! We just took a little detour. My steps had to slow now. I was closing the distance between myself and the lounging pair too quickly. I had a good loud scream, and I sucked in air, pretending to use it. But my throat was so dry, I wasn't sure how much volume I could manage. With a quick movement, I slipped my purse over my head, gripping the strap with one hand, ready to surrender it or use it as a weapon as needed, as need demanded. Mm-hmm. The thick-set man. <laughs> Here she goes again. Here she goes. I mean, she's allowed to judge these men, but still. Sure. The thick-set man shrugged away from the wall as I warily (laughs) came to a stop and walked slowly into the street stay away from me i warned in a voice that was supposed to sound strong and fearless but i was right about the dry throat no volume don't be like that sugar he called and the raucous raucous and the raucous laughter again behind me well what what are you saying man (laughs) and the raucous laughter started behind Started again behind me. You're slaying I can't read anymore. I braced myself, feet apart, trying to remember through my panic what little self-defense I knew. Heel of the hand thrust upward. Oh. Hopefully breaking the nose or shoving it into the brain. Finger through the eye socket. Try to hook around and pop the eye out. And the standard <laughs> knee to the groin, of course. Okay, I think the only one that Bella can pull off is knee to the groin. Yeah, definitely. And she would miss because she's so can't sorry, aim. but that same pessimistic voice in my mind spoke up then, reminding that I probably wouldn't have a chance against one of them. And there were four. Shut up! I commanded the voice before terror <laughs> wouldn't. T- could incapacitate me. I wasn't going out without taking someone with me. I tried to swallow so I could build up a decent scream. Headlights suddenly flew around the corner, the Ah! car almost hitting the stocky one, forcing him to jump back toward the sidewalk. I dove into the road. This car was going to stop or have to hit me. I love that she's like, I literally will kill myself so I don't don't have to deal with these men. But the silver car unexpectedly fishtailed around, skidding to a stop. With the passenger door open just a few feet from me. Get in, a furious voice commanded. 
It was amazing how instantaneously the choking fear vanished. Amazing how suddenly the feeling of security washed over me, even before I was off the street. As soon as I heard his voice, this is illness. I'm living, though. Yeah, but... I'm living, though. This is illness. I jumped into the seat, slamming the door shut behind me. It was dark in the car. No light had come on in the opening of the door, and I could barely see his face in the glow from the dashboard. The tire squealed as he spun around to face north, again, with her directions, accelerating (laughs) too quickly, swerving toward the stunmen on the street. I caught a glimpse of them diving for the sidewalk as we strained out and sped toward the harbor. But someone knows where they're going. Yeah, thank God. He's probably got his GPS going. Like, the old GPS where you had to put in your car and it was like a little box. He has a map quest printed out. <laughs> put on your seatbelt, he commanded, and I realized I was clutching the seat with both hands. I quickly o- obeyed. <clears throat> the snap as the belt connected was loud in the darkness. He took a sharp left, racing forward, blowing through several several stop signs without a pause. Ugh, when he's a reckless driver. <laughs> Red flag. Um, but I felt utterly safe and for the moment totally unconcerned about where we were going. I stared at his face in profound relief, relief that went beyond my sudden deliverance. I studied his flawless features in the limited light, waiting for my breath to return to normal until it occurred to me that his expression was murderously angry. Are you okay? I asked, surprised at how... Oh, her voice is hoarse. Are you okay? I asked, surprised at how hoarse my voice sounded. No, he said curtly. And his tone was livid. I sat in silence, watching his face while his blazing eyes stared straight ahead until the car came to a sudden stop. His eyes are on fire. (laughs) That's his eye color. So he's got black eye, amber eye, on fire eye. (laughs) He gets angry, the smoke comes out of his ears, but the fire is in his eyes. (laughs) Please. He would benefit from the fire store. <laughs> Babe, your eyes are on fire again. You spray them with the fire Could you imagine we need a fire extinguisher? We can just walk into the fire extinguisher store. <laughs> Why do we have that? Okay, <laughs> anyway. Fire! Fire. I sat in silence watching his face while his blazing eyes stared straight ahead until the car came to a sudden stop. I glanced around, but it was too dark to see anything besides the vague outline of dark trees crowding the roadside. We weren't in town anymore. Bella? He asked, his voice tight, controlled. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes! <laughs> my voice was still rough. I tried to clear my throat quietly. <coughs> <coughs> Are you all right? He didn't. He still didn't look at me, but the fury was plain on his face. Yes! I croaked softly. Distract me, please, he ordered. <laughs> That's... <laughs> he's doing something with that. <laughs> Oh, we can't forget that in the movie and in the scene, the background noise is always... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) He he exhaled sharply. Edward! Um, This voice you're doing? Which one? What were you saying? This voice that you're doing is reminding me of... I think it's in Spongebob. Spongebob? Water! (laughs) Water! What are they selling? I'm sorry, what? He exhaled sharply. <gasps> Just prattle about something unimportant till I calm down. Prattle. He clarified. That's the word of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he clarified, closing his eyes and pinching the bridge of his nose with his thumb and forefinger. <laughs> um. <laughs> he said, distract me, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. Um. I racked my brain for something trivial. 
going to run over Tyler Crawley tomorrow before school? He was still squeezing his eyes closed, but the corner of his mouth twitched. Why? <laughs> Sounded like Lauren. <laughs> yeah. Cute. He's telling everyone that he's taking me to prom. <laughs> Either he's insane, or he's still trying to make up for almost killing me last. Well, you remember it. He thinks prom is somehow the correct way to do this. <laughs> I can't do this. So I figure if I... <laughs> Why is so much dialogue from Bella right now? We love to give you a dialogue. Oh, God. So I figure if I endanger his life, then we're even. And he keep trying to make amends. (laughs) I don't need enemies. And maybe Lauren would back off if he left me alone. (laughs) Lauren. (laughs) I may have to total his censure, though. (laughs) My voice is just changing. (laughs) You're going to vomit. I feel like if he doesn't have a right, if he doesn't have a right, he can't take anyone to prom. I babbled on. I heard about that. <laughs> he sounded a little more composed. Okay, he's composed. He's no, composed now. No longer squishing his nose. You did? I asked in disbelief, my previous irritation flaring. If he's paralyzed from the neck down, he can't go to prom either, I muttered, refining Jesus my plan. Christ. Edward sighed and finally opened his eyes. Finally? He's had his eyes closed? <laughs> he's taking a nap. Wait, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> he's taking a, na- a life nap he's, he's like, going to his mind palace I like to think that vampires still like take naps quotation mark naps Just they because just sometimes life is just too much you just, sometimes you need just a lay yeah you don't always need to sleep when you lay down sometimes you just need to be horizontal sometimes you're on the floor in the kitchen yeah because you need it mm-hmm. better? not really I waited but he didn't speak again he leaned his he- hand back against the seat staring at the ceiling of the car his face was rigid. It's, Edward driving is just... Okay. Might be like, so he put his one hand behind, his shirt lifted up a little, exposing his 12-pack abs. Come I could on. see the V-line through his loose his shirt. Happy trail. <laughs> Manicured. Oh yeah, definitely. What's wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. What's wrong? My voice came out in a whisper. Sometimes I have a problem with my temper, Bella. He was whispering too, and as he stared out the window, his eyes narrowed into slits. He's he's a cat. <laughs> but it wouldn't be helpful for me to turn around and hunt down those. He didn't finish his sentence, looking away, struggling for a moment to control his anger again. At least, he continued, that's what I'm trying to convince myself. Oh, the words <laughs> seemed inadequate, but I couldn't think of a better response. I get it. Oh. I get it. <laughs> We stay in silence again. I glanced at the clock on the dashboard. It was past 6.30. Jessica and Angel will be worried, I murmured. I was supposed to meet them. He started the engine without another word, turning down, turning around smoothly and speeding back toward town. We were under streetlights in no time at all, still going too fast, weaving with ease through the cars, slowly cruising the boardwalk. I think it's funny that vampires can drive really well, because that has nothing to do with being a vampire. Also, he would be getting pulled over. Yeah. But, like, I think about when they're in Italy and Alice is whipping. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you good at driving? Because they have fast reflexes. I, but driving is so dependent on other people. But they can respond so quick. They're just, well, Edward's reading everyone's mind. Yeah, that pain. So he's but... like, oh, they're going to. He's like, oh, he's, he's about to merge. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a signal on, but he told me. <laughs> oh, God. 
He parallel parked against the curb in a space that I would have thought too small for the Volvo. Maybe Volvo. I was a... People said Volvo? I did. <laughs> but he slid in effort- effortlessly in one try. <laughs> you know what I mean? I looked out to the window to see the lights of La Bella Italia. <laughs> and finish us and Angela just leaving, pacing anxiously away from us. How did you La Bella <laughs> La Bella Port Bella? Um <laughs> Port Angela <laughs> So true. How did you know where I began, but then I just shook my head. I heard the door open and turned to see him getting out. What are you doing? I asked. I'm taking you to dinner. It's he like... smiled slightly, but his eyes were hard. Ew. Okay. <laughs> He stepped out of the car and slammed the door. I fumbled with my seatbelt and then hurried to get out of the car as well. He was waiting for me on the sidewalk. I love that he's not being a gentleman. Because I feel like it's like a thing. You're like, he's such a gentleman, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, he spoke before I could. Go stop Jessica and Angela before I have to track them down too. I don't think I could restrain myself if I ran into your other friends again. See, maybe he couldn't be a gentleman because he's too angry. Maybe. This is a, the, a breeding grounds for... Breeding grounds for a toxic relationship Mm. um i shivered at the threat in his voice jess angela i yelled after them waving when they turned they rushed back to me and the pronounced relief on both their faces simultaneously changing to surprise as they saw who i was standing next to they hesitated a few feet from us where have (laughs) you been jessica's voice was suspicious i got lost i admitted sheepishly and then i ran into edward i gestured towards him Would it be all right if I joined you? He asked in his silken, irresistible voice. I'm so glad I chose that one. I could see from their staggered expressions that he had never unleashed his talents on them before. His talents, ew. Er, sure. (laughs) Just like a breeze. That's Canadian. Um, actually, Bella, we already ate while we were waiting. Sorry, Angela confessed. This is iconic. The fact that they can't find their friend, they have no way to contact her, but they still went out to eat anyway. So we had a good time. They're like, look for her? No, we ate at La Bella Italia. It's like she's here with us. (laughs) I can't. I remember in the movie giggling about this, because I'm like, what is wrong with you guys? Mm -hmm. Also, sus of them to be like, oh, you just ran into him? And now you're just going to eat dinner with him? What if he was a predator? Mm -hmm. He is a predator. He is a predator. That's fine. I'm not hungry. I shrugged. I think you should eat something. Edward's voice was low but full of authority. He looked up at Jessica and spoke slightly louder. Do you mind if I drive Bella home tonight? That way she won't... That way you don't have to wait until she eats. Um, no problem, I guess. She bit her lip. She's (laughs) she's Debbie-rying at him. Ryaning. Trying to figure out from my expression whether that was what I wanted. See? Good. Girl code. Except I would have been like, do you want to say? Yeah. I winked at her. I wanted nothing more than to be alone with my perpetu- my perpetual savior. Um, I just know that was a horrible wink. Bella was like... And I know Edward watched and was like... <laughs> her whole face is contorted. <laughs> there were so many questions that I couldn't bombard him with till we were by ourselves. Okay, Angela's quicker than Jessica. See you tomorrow, Bella. Edward, <laughs> she grabbed <laughs> Jessica's hand and pulled her toward the car, which I could see a little ways away, parked across First Street. So suddenly she knows the streets. Interesting, yeah. now she does. Yeah. Um, as they got in, Jess turned and waved, her face eager with curiosity. I waved back, waiting for them to drive away before I turned to face him. Honestly, I'm not hungry, I insisted, looking up to scrutinize his face. His expression was unreadable. Humor me. Mm. <laughs> 
they go they both pretend to eat he's like pretending to eat is one of my favorite hobbies i also love this because at this point it technically she doesn't know he's a vampire it's still her guessing that's true and he's just letting her be like yeah i don't eat haha <laughs> like he's just lets her know he, i think he says some sus things i think this is when she like is like like isn't this when the mind reading comes in yeah at least in the movie it, it is, is. <laughs> Sex, money, sex, cat. And the the waitress that's, like, (laughs) on to him, he's like... Mm -hmm. uh, He walked to the door of the restaurant and held it open with an obstinate expression. Obviously, there would be no further discussion. I walked past him into the restaurant with a resigned sigh. (sighs) The restaurant wasn't crowded. It was the off-season in Port Angeles. The host was female. Ew. Okay. (laughs) Cool. And I understood the look in her eyes as she assessed Edward. She welcomed him a little more warmly than necessary. I was surprised by how much that bothered me. She was several inches taller than I was and unnaturally blonde. Here she goes again. She said, the tall skank with the fake hair. (laughs) Her boots were showing. (laughs) Fellas, I'm a natural brunette. (laughs) Okay. A table for two. His voice was alluring, whether he was aiming for that or not. I saw her eyes flicker to me and then away, satisfied with my obvious of ordinary ordinariness. I hate that word. And by the cautious no-contact space Edward kept between us. She led us to a table big enough for four in the center of the most crowded area of the dining room. She said, y'all are not having any private conversations tonight. <laughs> I was about to sit, but Edward shook his head at me. Perhaps something more private? He insisted quietly to the host. I wasn't sure, but it looked like he smoothly handed her a tip. I'd never seen anyone refuse a table except in old movies. <laughs> sure. She sounded as surprised as I was. She turned and led us towards a partition to a small ring of booths, all of them empty. How's this? Perfect. He flashed his gleaming smile, dazing her momentarily. New, uh, new bit. You go to a mostly empty restaurant. They go to seat you and you go, actually, can I sit over there? I love that they're seating them in a closed section right now. Like, that is not open. Mm-mm. And Edward just went, but I want to sit in a booth, though. He probably gave her $3,000. <laughs> For real? <laughs> She's like, wait. And they're like, we're, we're opening the section. I, I'll take it, though. Don't yeah, worry. I'll sweep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get a 700% tip. <laughs> um, um, she shook her head, blinking. Your serve will be right out. She walked away unsteadily. I love that she just completely is, like, about to pass out over Edward. She's like, this man just wooed me. Mm-hmm. Um... You really shouldn't do that to people, I criticized. It's hardly fair. Do what? Dazzle them like that. She's probably hyperventilating in the kitchen right now. Uh-huh. He seemed confused. Oh, come on, I said dubiously. You have to know the effect you have on people. He tilted his head to one side and his eyes were curious. I dazzle people? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't noticed? Do you think everybody gets their way so easily? He ignored my questions. Do I dazzle you? <laughs> I'm giggling. I'm eating it up. I'm giggling. (laughs) Frequently, I admitted. And then our server arrived, her face expectant. The hostess had definitely dished behind the scenes, and this new girl didn't look disappointed. She flipped a strand of short black hair behind one ear and smiled with unnecessary warmth. Hello, my name is Amber, and I'll be your server tonight. When can I get you a drink? I didn't miss the... I didn't miss that she was speaking only to him. (laughs) He looked at me. I'll have a Coke. It sounded like a question. Two Cokes, he said. <laughs> I'll be right back. Cocaine, by the way. Yeah. Not a Coca-Cola. He said, bring out two um, lines. <laughs> he said. <laughs> it's 
Nose is bleeding. What? I asked when she left. He's, his eyes stayed fixated on my face. How are you feeling? I'm fine. I replied, surprised with this intensity. You don't feel dizzy, sick, cold. Should I? He chuckled at my puzzled tone. Well, I'm actually waiting for you to go into shock. His face twisted up into that perfect crooked smile. Have you ever been in shock? Is this a serious question? Um, what do you mean? Like physically or like emotionally? Physically. No. I once slammed my finger in a door and I truly... Oh, you were in shock. Yeah. I literally was like, I'm hot, I'm cold, I need to eat and I'm going to throw up. Like it was crazy. Okay. No, I like was I like I need to sit down. I need to stand up. I, like I was like, should I roll around? I felt wild. That no, I've not had that happen to me. I wouldn't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. I don't think that will happen. I said as I could breathe again. Oh, I said after I could breathe again. I've always been very good at repressing unpleasant things. Bella said I repress my emotions all the time. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just the same. I'll feel better when you have some sugar and food in you. Right on cue, the waitress appeared with our drinks and a basket of breadsticks. She stood with her back to me as she placed them on the table. Are you ready to order? She asked Edward. Bella? He asked. He, uh, he asked. She turned unwillingly toward me. I picked the first thing I saw on the menu. Um, I'll take the mushroom ravioli. And this is iconic because I remember mushroom ravioli so distinctly from this book and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had it still. No. Well, you wouldn't You wouldn't want it. No, I don't really like mushrooms. We should have a dinner party and we should just have mushroom ravioli. I would like it if it's, like, ground up enough. Like it probably mushrooms. is. Yeah. Or they put mushrooms on top of ravioli. I was going to say, is it in the ravioli or is it the top part? I don't like know. Like a sauce? Drop, uh, your, <laughs> drop your best mushroom ravioli recipe in the chat. Hey, guys, we're doing a mushroom ravioli cooking contest. <laughs> <laughs> Post your best mushroom ravioli <laughs> recipe and hashtag it um ravi meal <laughs> edward can ravioli at me any day mm-hmm. okay well we're edward excited to see him me. <laughs> and you she turned back to him with a smile nothing for me he said of course not let me know if you change your mind the coy smile was still in place but he wasn't looking at her and she left dissatisfied drink he ordered Ooh. Okay, Poppy. I know. I, part of me is like, this is bad, but another part of me is like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this is this is the place to indulge. Yeah. Is in a novel. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's true. IRL, know. this would be stressful. Mm-hmm. But this isn't real. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I, sipped, I sipped at my soda obediently mm-hmm. and then drank... This is so funny. Like, why does she use these words? <laughs> Stephanie is repressed. She's trying I, to get the, the little girls going. She is. I sipped at my soda obediently and then drank more deeply, surprised at by how thirsty I was. I would never describe myself as drinking deeply, personally. Mm-hmm. I realized I had finally, or I realized I'd finished the whole thing when he pushed the glass. T- I realized I had finished the whole thing when he pushed his glass toward me. Thanks, I muttered, still thirsty. The cold from the icy soda was radiating through my chest and I shivered. She should probably drink some water. Yeah, I was about to say the only thing that I would drink deeply is water. Yeah, she's throwing back cokes right now. So many grams of sugar. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, probably good for her. I bet she... She needs it. She probably ate cereal at, like, 6 a.m., and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, are you cold? It's just the coke, I explained. Again, cocaine. Mm-hmm. 
Don't you have a jacket? His voice was disapproving. Yes. I looked at the empty bench next to me. Oh, I left it in Jessica's car, I realized. Edward was shrugging out of his jacket. I suddenly realized I had never once noticed what he was wearing. Not just tonight, but ever. I just couldn't seem to look away from his face. I made myself look now, focusing. He was removing a light beige leather jacket now. Underneath, he wore an ivory turtleneck sweater. It fit him snugly, emphasizing how muscular his chest was. I know she has given us every piece of clothing he's wearing, and I I never picture it that way. Yeah, no. He would not be wearing a white turtleneck. (laughs) Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm imagining, like... I, I, you know, I'm okay with the turtleneck more, but, but like white, a, but like a light gray. There we go. Yeah, light gray. The leather jacket is black. Yeah. Sorry. No, he would not be wearing brown leather. And it's it's one of those where it doesn't have like the folded over collar. It just kind of kind of scoops it's along just the nice, back of his neck. And nice and. It maybe has like a liner that's like a light plaid. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like have like what I think this jacket smells what like. What kind too. of shoes do you think Edward wears? Like, is he a sneaker guy? Is he wear boots? Like, what do you think? He's wearing loafers. Are we kidding? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I don't know why I even asked. (laughs) (laughs) He handed me the jacket, interrupted my oogling? (laughs) Ogling? (laughs) Do you know when Zoolander, when he goes, I have to read the (laughs) oogly? I believe it's called, uh, like, ogling. I think it's a stupid word. Ogling. Should we use ogling as our word of the chapter? We've got two. The you googly. <laughs> Interrupting my ogling. Okay, why'd you say it like that? I want everyone to know I hate the word. Okay. Thanks, I said again, sliding my arms into his jacket. It was cold. The way my jacket felt when I first picked it up in the morning. Hanging it in the drafty hallway. Cool. I don't know why she needed that antidote. <laughs> no, because he's cold. Antidote. You'd expect it to be warm, because like... A big man. I meant to say anecdote. It? I said anecdote. Um, it's a big man's interest. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah. That's a valid point. He's mm-hmm. icy cold. I forgot. Mm-hmm. That's not in my vision either. In my vision, it's very warm and toasty. Yeah, because you're associated with be. a real person. <laughs> <laughs> I shivered again. It smelled amazing. Of course it does. I inhaled, trying to identify the delicious scent. It didn't smell like cologne. The sleeves were much too long. I shoved them back so I could free my hands. I want to go to there. What did it smell like then? Like musky? If it doesn't smell like cologne? It must. It smells like, it smelled like an ice box. <laughs> it smelled like the inside of a fridge. It smelled like an ice tray that needs a wash. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like moldy water. Mm, still water. That blue color, or I'm sorry, that color blue looks lovely. I don't imagine skin. her wearing blue No, either. me neither, because she wouldn't. What color she's, do you think she's wearing? Like I feel like she's like a like an earth tone. Thank you. Like browns, greens. Yes. She's wearing maroon. Right yes, now. maroon. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I'm picturing it exactly. <laughs> like, sorry. Um, the inside of this restaurant. This could be from the movie, also. Yeah. But in the in my mind, the inside of the restaurant has those like green like cone shaped chandeliers. <laughs> or, I'm not cone shaped. <laughs> like bowl, like upside down yeah, bowl. I can see that. Like the green glass. Uh-huh. I mean it is an Italia restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um he said watching me, I was surprised. I looked down flushing of course. He pushed the bread back he pushed the bread basket toward me. Really, I'm not going into shock, I protested. You should be. A normal person would be. You don't even look shaken. He seemed unsettled. He stared into my eyes, and I saw how light his eyes were, lighter than I'd ever seen them. 
golden butterscotch. Homie's not hungry right now. He's full, tummy full. He's been telling you. Oh, she said, I feel very safe with you. I confessed, mesmerized into telling the truth again. That displeased him. His alabaster frow, brow, dear God. Alabaster? Alabaster? No, you're, you're right. I'm just saying, why did she use that I word? I don't know what that means. His alabaster frow, brow, I keep saying frow. <laughs> <laughs> frow line. <laughs> His alabaster brow furrowed. That's why I keep saying it, because yeah. the next word's furrowed. He shook his head, frowning. This is more complicated than I had planned, he murmured to himself. I picked up a breadstick and began nibbling on the end, measuring his expression. (laughs) She said, I'm a little rat. I wondered when it would be okay to start questioning him. Usually you're in a better mood when your eyes are so light, I commented, trying to distract him from whatever thought had left him frowning and somber. He stared at me, stunned. What? You're always crabbier when your eyes are black. I expect it then. I move on. I ha- uh, I went on. I have a theory about that. His eyes narrowed. More theories? Mm-hmm. I chewed on a small bite of the bread, trying to look indifferent. I hope you were more creative this time. Or are you still stealing from comic books? His faint smile was walking. His eyes were still tight. Well, no, I didn't get it from a comic book, but I didn't come up, come up with it on my own either, I confessed. And, he prompted, but then the waitress strode around the partition with my food. I realized we'd been unconsciously leaning toward each other from across the table because we both straightened up as she approached. She set the dish in front of me. It looked pretty good and turned quickly to Edward. Did you change your mind? She asked. Isn't there anything I can get you? I may have been imagining the double meaning in her words. This is making me want to go on a date so bad. (laughs) What has been your experience on dates with waiters? Like, do they leave you alone or... I feel like every time I've gone out to eat on a date, they leave me alone so hard. Yeah. Like, and we cannot find a waiter to save our lives. Yeah, I would agree with that. They know. They, they know. I love being in a restaurant and picking out who's on their first date. You yeah. You can tell. Yeah. You can just tell. It's how the waiters know, too. They probably see it all the goddamn like, oh, time. Oh, God. They hear the, like, when they come up for drinks and they go, yeah, I'm a, I'm a financial advisor. They're like, oh. <laughs> okay, I'm steering clear <laughs> yeah. of this one. Yeah. <laughs> No, thank you, but some more soda would be nice. He gestured with a long white hand to the empty cups in front of me. I think his this long, long his crusty, pasty white hand. <laughs> sure, she removed the empty glasses and walked away. You were saying, he asked. I'll tell you about it in the car. If, I paused, there are conditions. He raised one eyebrow with his voice ominous. I love this because there's a trillion conditions from here on out. Yeah. So, um... I do have a few questions, of course. Of course. Hee <laughs> hee. The waitress was back with two more Cokes. She sat them down without a word this time and left again. I took a sip. Well, go ahead. He pushed, his voice still hard. I started with the most un- undemanding. Or so I thought. Why are you in Port Angeles? That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing, you freak? He looked down, folding his large hands. <laughs> together slow. I wish you could see me fanning myself. <laughs> together slowly on the table his eyes flickered up at me from under his lashes the hint of smirk on his face this is doing it for me right now a lot more than i thought it would be that'll be your pussy throwing (laughs) rated e for everyone (laughs) um next 
But that's the easiest one, I objected. Next, he repeated. I looked down, frustrated. I unrolled my silverware, picked up my fork, and carefully speared a ravioli. (laughs) (laughs) She puts her whole back into it. Knowing her, she probably did. She probably missed eight times before she got it. She stabbed Edward. (laughs) He was like, what the heck? I put it in my mouth slowly, still looking down, chewing while I thought. The mushrooms were good. I swallowed and took another sip of Coke before I looked up. Okay, then. I glared at him and continued slowly. Let's say, hypothetically, of course, that someone could know what people are thinking. Read minds, you know, with a few exceptions. Just one exception, he corrected. Hypothetically. Like, this is him straight up telling her he can read minds. And it's so relaxed and chill. Like, I don't understand this. Um, You're feeling comfy cozy in the labella. I don't understand. All right, with one exception then. I was thrilled that he was playing along, but I tried to seem casual. How does that work? What are the limitations? How would that someone find someone else at exactly the right time? How could he know she was in trouble? I wondered if my convoluted questions even made sense. (laughs) Convoluted, babe. I can't. Hypothetically, he asked. Sure. Well, if that's someone, let's call him Joe, I suggested. Not Joe from you. <laughs> if that's someone, let's call him Joe, is hiding in the bushes wearing a baseball Joe cap. Goldberg. Yeah. Joe, then. If Joe had been paying attention, the timing wouldn't have needed to be quite so exact. He shook his head, rolling his eyes. Only you could get in trouble in a town this small. You would have devastated their crime rate statistics for a decade, you know. We were speaking of a hypothetical case, I reminded him frostily. He slapped at me, his eyes warm. Yes, we were, he agreed. Shall I call you Jane? That's <laughs> okay, so it's not name. hypothetical if you're like, we'll call you, <laughs> yeah, you Jane. How did you know? I asked, unable to curb my intensity. I realized I was leaning toward him again. Of course you were. You're so into him. Wait, I'm imagining too him being like, okay, we're going for the, the Jane Doe. You know, Jane and Joe <laughs> Doe. <laughs> That's, yeah, you're right. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> It's it's John Doe, Everett. <laughs> he seemed to be wavering, torn by some internal dilemma. His eyes locked with mine, and I guessed he was making the decision right then whether or not to simply tell me the truth. You can trust me, you know, I murmured. I reached forward without thinking to touch his folded hands, but he slid them away minutely, minute, minute, minutely, <laughs> and I pulled my hand back. I don't know if I have a choice anymore. His voice was almost a whisper. I was wrong. You're much more observant than I gave you credit for. I thought you were always right. I used to be. (laughs) He shook his head again. I was wrong about you on one other thing as well. You're not a magnet for accidents. That's not a broad enough classification. You're a magnet for trouble. If there's anything dangerous within a 10-mile radius, it will invariably, invariably, invariably find you. And you put yourself into that category, I guess. His face turned cold, expressionless, unequivocally. I stretched my hand... To- okay, I can't read. I stretched my hand across the table again, ignoring him, when he pulled back slightly once more to touch the back of his hand shyly with one of my fingertips. His skin was cold and hard, like a stone. Like mm. something else, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My voice was fervent with gratitude. That's twice now. His face softened. Let's not try for three. Agreed. I scowled, but nodded. He moved his hand out from under mine, placing both of his hands under the table, but he leaned toward me. 
I followed you to Port Angeles, he admitted, <laughs> speaking in a rush. So he's like, I'm the second, I'm actually the first person that followed you tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never tried to keep a specific person alive before, and it's much more troublesome than I would have believed. That's probably just because it's you. Ordinary people seem to make it through the day without so many catastrophes. He paused. I wondered if it should bother me that he was following me. Instead, I felt a strange surge of pleasure. No. He stared, maybe wondering why my lips were curving into an involuntary smile. Smile. If Edward was ugly, we'd be screaming. Yeah. Yeah, if she wasn't into him, this would be really weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is weird, but like it would not be excused. Mm -hmm. Did you ever think that maybe my number was up the first time with the van and that you've been interfering with fate? I speculated, distracting myself. That wasn't the first time, he said, and his voice was hard to hear. I stared at him in amazement, but he he was looking down. Your number was up the first time I met you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I felt a spasm of fear at his words and the abrupt memory of his violent black stare that first day. (sighs) My bad. (laughs) But the overwhelming sense of safety I felt in his presence stifled, stifled it. By the time he looked up to read my eyes, there was no trace of fear in them. You remember? He asked, his angel's face grave. Yes, I was calm, and yet here you sit. There was a trace of disbelief in his voice. He raised one eyebrow. Yes, I sit here because of you. I paused. Because somehow you knew how to find me today, I prompted. He pressed his lips together, staring at me through narrow eyes, deciding again. His eyes flashed down to the full plate and the back to me. You eat. I'll talk. He bargained. I quickly scooped up another ravioli and popped it into my mouth. Mm. It's harder than it should be keeping track of you. Usually, I can find someone very easily once I've heard their all their mi- <laughs> once I've heard their mind before. He looked at me anxiously, and I realized I had frozen. I made myself swallow, then stabbed another ravioli and tossed it in. <laughs> <laughs> Down the hatch. <laughs> I was keeping tabs on Jessica, not carefully, like I said. Only you could find trouble in Port Angeles, and at first I didn't notice when you took off on your own. Then, when I realized you weren't with her anymore, I went looking for you at the bookstore I saw in her saw in her head. I could tell you hadn't gone in, that you'd gone south. How? How, how do you know that? Oh, was it the, the lady in the jumpsuit being like, oh, that the weird freak. bitch? <laughs> but he, I doubt it. She went south. We played footsie for yeah, a second. Yeah, we sure did. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you'd have to turn around soon, so I was just waiting for you, randomly searching through the thoughts of people on the street to see if anyone had noticed so I would know where you were. I had no reason to be worried, but I was strangely anxious. He was lost in thought, staring past me, seeing things I couldn't imagine. He's nervous. I get it. Me too. I started to drive in circles, still listening. The sun was finally setting, and I was about to get out and follow you on foot. And then he stopped, clenching his teeth together in sudden fury. He made an effort to calm himself. Then what? I whispered. He continued to stare at my head. Stare over my head. I love that he's just like, they're having this conversation. He's looking up. No eye contact. Wow, I feel like I'm on... Eat your ravioli. Eat your ravioli. Eat it. Drink the coat. <laughs> Drink your. You know when you're on a date and he won't look. At, he won't make. <laughs> you know when you're on a date and he won't make eye contact with you. He's being really demanding. But he's, he's not forcing you to you. eat. Questionable. Yeah, we don't love that. I heard what they were thinking. He growled. <laughs> his upper lip curling slightly back over his teeth. <laughs> he's feral. I saw your face in his mind. He suddenly leaned forward, one elbow appearing on the table, his hand covering his eyes. The movement was so swift it startled me. It was very 
hard. You can't imagine how hard <laughs> for me to sim- hard <laughs> for me to simply take you away and leave them alive. His voice was muffled by his arm. I didn't know that. I could have let you go with Jessica and Angela, but I was afraid if you left me alone, I would go looking for them. He admitted in a whisper. Oh, that was a whisper? Oh, I'm getting so confused. No, I'm done. I sat quietly, dazed, my thoughts incoherent. My hands were folded in my lap, and I was leaning weakly against the back of my seat. He still had his face in his hand, and I and he was as still as if he'd been carved from the stone his skin resembled. Finally, he looked up, his eyes seeking mine, full of his own questions. Are you ready to go home? He asked. I'm ready to leave. I qualified. That is a weird word I choice. Qualified. I qualified. Overly grateful that we took, that we had the hour-long ride home together. I wasn't ready to say goodbye to him. The waitress appeared as if she'd been called or watching. How are we doing? She asked Edward. We're ready for the check. Thank you. His voice was quiet. <laughs> rougher. Still. He was actually looking over her shoulders. He could do the right yeah. there. Can He's I like, get, can the, get bill? the check? He's like, hey, can we get the bill? I know he's rude. The bill. I know he's rude in restaurants because he doesn't know how to eat in them. He's never been one. <laughs> they didn't have these in 1918 when I died. <laughs> Sure, she stuttered. Here you go. She pulled a small leather folder from the front pocket of her black apron and handed it to him. Why did you call it a small leather folder? <laughs> She's like, you know those, you know the, the notepads the we just carry? Yeah. Um, there was a bill in his hand already. He slipped it into the folder and handed it back right, over, right back to her. No change. He smiled, <laughs> then stood up. And sir, I, it was this, a $500. Sir, this is a check for $5 million. And how did you know my full name? <laughs> no cash. We're good. It's yeah. all set. Keep the change. <laughs> she smiled invitingly at him again. You have a nice evening. He didn't look away from me as he thanked her. I suppressed a smile. Interrupting the pod from a word from our sponsor. This week's sponsor is La Bella Italia. Have you ever dreamed of serving eight Cokes and mushroom ravioli to a couple on a weird date? You're in luck. La Bella Italia is now hiring. Waitstaff, hosts, line cooks, busboys, dishwashers, janitors, managers, owners, frankly, anyone with a pulse. Pay starts at $5 an hour. Absolutely no experience required. Drop off your resume at La Bella Italia and start working in as little as 20 minutes. Now back to the show. He walked close behind me to the door, still careful not to touch me. I remembered what Jessica had said about her relationship with Mike and how they were almost to the first kiss stage. I sighed. Edward seemed to hear me, and he looked down curiously. I looked at the sidewalk, grateful that he didn't seem to be able to know what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. He opened the passenger door, holding it for me as I stepped in. So now he's a gentleman, now that he's not angry. Yeah. Now Um, that someone else has eaten some food, mm -hmm. he's feeling better. He gets like... Like Second he gets hangry by association. Mm-hmm. Shutting it softly behind me, I watched him walk around the front of the car, amazed yet again by how graceful he was. I probably should have been used to that by now, but I wasn't. I had a feeling Edward wasn't the kind of person anyone got used to. Once inside the car, he started the engine and turned the heater on high. I'd gotten very cold, and I guess the good weather was at an end. I was warm in his jacket, though, breathing in the scent of it when I thought he couldn't see. She's, like, huffing his jacket. She's like, yeah, so how's your day? (laughs) She's like a nosebleed. (laughs) Um, Edward pulled out of the traffic, apparently without a glance, flipping around to to head toward the freeway. Now, he said significantly, it's your turn. 
Oh, hell yeah. Not an ending mid-conversation. She said, I know you're eating this up. Uh-huh. She's right. She is right. She's right. Well. Wow-wee. I love that chapter. That's late. It's so ridiculous, but it also makes me giggle. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a full adult, and that's making me giggle. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't remember what happens in the next chapter, but... I guess we'll find out. It's just them. Be- it's probably going to be their end of their conversation, then mm-hmm. filler. I bet that's what it's going to be. I still can't believe the girls just let her go. No, that stinks. They They're bad I... friends. <laughs> like, bad friends. Come on. They didn't look for her. Okay, if I was friends with the daughter of the police chief, <laughs> I would probably keep tabs. I would keep tabs on I her. I would keep tabs, yeah. I would I be would. keeping up. I would. I would be keeping up. They just don't care. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Um, so I think tasks we gotta we gotta start prattling more um we need to start ogling more and we're gonna work on our mushroom ravioli our recipe mushroom ravioli recipe um. stay tuned for our mushroom ravioli cook-off <laughs> start preparing your recipes <laughs> this isn't a joke no Mm-mm. you'll see well thank you for listening um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at yay2k pod. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you wish happy belated birthday to the pod pets. Yep. They are two. That is one, two. There are two of them, and they are both two. That does not make them four. They are each no, two. No, they're each two, and they're little babies. You got to give them little virtual kisses. They're kind of old, but they're no, kind of babies. they're babies. Mm-hmm. They're gonna live to be a hundred, so they're like really young. They're like so young. <laughs> Edward Core. <laughs> Alrighty, well, we will talk to you next time. Have a great week. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.